2020 stunk at pitching, hitting, fielding, and if there were other facets to baseball, you could safely say they stunk at those two. What will that mean going into 2021? Good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning. Happy St. Patrick's Day. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. Comes your way every Monday through Friday, bright and early in the morning. If you're into football and or hockey, I also offer up daily shots of Steelers and Penguins. Pirates beat the Twins in Grapefruit Ball down in Fort Myers yesterday by a score of 4-2. to two. It was 4 nothing almost entirely through that. James Marvel gave up a couple of runs to Minnesota in the bottom of the ninth. Another pretty encouraging day. And I say this with guarded tones, just like I do, you know, everything that relates to spring training. The Pirates pitched really well in the game. Uh, the offensive number might come across as encouraging. It, it really wasn't. The Pirates had a a bunch of seeing-eye singles and so forth. It wasn't some big burst uh, in that sense. But you have to understand, when they go to Fort Myers, they take a skeleton lineup. And conversely, the team that's at home is using everybody. So what really mattered out of this outcome was that Chad Cool pitched well, three scoreless innings, uh, four strikeouts, faced only 13 batters. He's had a, a decent spring so far. He's had some ups and downs, uh, but it's, for the most part, looked and felt like a continuation of where he was in 2020. And he was, of course, one of the very, very few bright spots. Jeff Hartley pitched great. Mowing guys down, 97 on his heat. Uh, struck out Miguel Sano to leave a bunch of guys on base. David Bednar, the prospect who hails from Mars, Pennsylvania, has been outstanding. And he was again in this game. He's yet to give up an earned run. And actually, you know what? Bednar is part of a really long list of pitchers who's yet to give up a single run. And we're like halfway through spring ball here. There's something to be said for that, way more than wins and losses and that other silliness. We're going to do something this week on Daily Shot of Pirates, where each of the remaining three days of this week, beginning today, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, I'm going to take a facet, one of those ones that I mentioned off the top here, pitching, hitting, fielding, and ask a simple question, why should they stink? And this is inspired by Stephen Brault saying the other day that he's had young players, younger players on the roster, say to the guys who've been there, why should this team stink? Because they're looking around and they're seeing guys that can actually play. They're seeing guys with talent. They might not have the experience or whatever, but they're seeing guys with talent. Why should this team stink? So we're going to do that. And today we're going to start with why should the pitching stink? Because if we're being honest in our assessment of the 2020 Pirates, 
as brutal as they were at hitting and fielding, and they were, nothing was more of a soul crusher than the way they pitched. It's some of the worst pitching in this franchise's 135-year existence. <laughs> so there, there's that. Most of those guys, particularly in the rotation, are gone. So let's start with that. Let's start with addition through subtraction. Trevor Williams was one of the worst starting pitchers in the majors. Everybody liked Trevor. Everybody respected Trevor. Trevor had a great second half uh, a couple of years ago, and he hung on primarily because of that, because everybody thought he'd be able to recreate that, even though he has no stuff. He didn't have stuff back then either. He just happened to have pinpoint location and a great head on his shoulders. But that wasn't going to carry him very far, and it didn't. Chris Archer was hurt. Joe Musgrove was always hurt. Uh, Who am I missing? That was basically... Your rotation, well, Jamison Tyon obviously was out as well with the, you know, still coming back from Tommy John. None of these guys are with the team anymore. You can say that that's a minus. You can say that that's a minus. I'm, I'm going to counter that. I think you can get a minor league replacement level player to be markedly better than what Trevor Williams was. You can get a minor league replacement player to be pretty much the same as Musgrove when he pitched. Musgrove would become effective and sometimes even dynamite toward the end of a season, but he wasn't giving you much over the, the course of the full season, which is what you actually want from your starting pitcher. So let's, let, let's, let's consider at least the possibility that this group can be better than the worst pitching we've ever seen. And then from there, let's see if the bar can be raised from off the basement floor. If you look at this current rotation, however it ends up being, whether it's six-man, seven-man, eight-man, I don't care, however many it is, if you look at this rotation and you say you've got uh, cool, you've got Mitch Keller, you've got JT Brubaker, You've got Stephen Brault, and then the veteran Tyler Anderson comes in, and then Trevor Cahill comes in as the other veteran, and you're probably looking at your six guys right there, at least for now. That is not a contending starting rotation, and I'm not going to come close to painting it as such. If you go strictly by spring performance that we've seen so far, I mentioned Cool already. Keller's been uh, not great, although he's been visibly working on certain things since he knows he's going to be on the team. Brubaker's had his spots. Uh, Anderson hasn't been particularly good. Cahill, we've you know we've not really had a chance to see yet. It's not super encouraging, but is it disaster level? No, no. I I don't think anybody could look at it and say that it's going to be like what we saw in 2020 where guys were just getting blown up after an inning and a third, killing your bullpen. Uh, I, I don't see that. I don't envision 
that Derek Shelton and Oscar Marine are going to have another summer of having to manage an entire pitching staff. When I say that, I'm talking about the whole organization because every time you have one of those short starts, you're bumping guys up and down the, the minor league ladder to compensate. I I don't see that. I think there are enough arms, enough starting arms available, including your six, seven, eight guys, your Cody Ponce types. We saw Cody Ponce actually had some of the Pirates' better starts in 2020. Uh, Will Crow is a guy they've been very happy with. He's one of the pitchers. He's the 26-year-old who came in the Josh Bell trade from Washington. He's had a very good spring. Miguel Yahure is a name that I keep asking everyone to circle. He's still going to need time in the minors. His off-speed stuff, at least to my untrained eye, is the very best at any level of the Pittsburgh Pirates right now. It's disgusting what he can do with his slow pitches. His fastball isn't going to make anyone forget Nolan Ryan, and he's still got some command issues with all of the pitches. Not extensive command issues, but some things that some additional experience will help mitigate. I would not be surprised to see Yohure starting in Pittsburgh this summer, at some point this summer, and I think you're really going to like him when you see him. Bullpen-wise, if you go from the back forward, you're not going to get excited because at the very back, there's still no clue who the closer is. Derek Shelton has said this himself. Kyle Crick's getting some of his velocity back, and his slider is still as filthy as ever. But so is his command. He's still not putting the ball where he wants to all the time, and when he misses, it gets belted, and that's happened this spring. Richard Rodriguez... I'm not 100% sure what the Pirates' resistance is to using him in a closing role, especially when if your ultimate aim here with the guy is to get him traded, then your best chance of building up value is to use him as a closer the way you did uh, effectively in the final three weeks of the 2020 season. I wouldn't be surprised to see Richard take the job, especially now that the, the wild card of Blake Cedarland is, is out of the mix with his elbow injury. So you don't get super stoked about the ninth inning. But the rest of it, I mentioned Bednar. Uh, he's been the real deal. Chris Stratton's pitched really well. Hartlieb has pitched really well. Sam Howard has pitched really well. Clay Holmes you probably shouldn't forget about has pitched really well. You know what else all of these guys I just mentioned to you, all these names I just rattled off mentioned to you have in common? Every last one of them, as I'm speaking to you, has a 0.00 ERA this spring. I'll say it again. It's just grapefruit ball. The scores don't matter. Individual performances do. You want to see players getting better. So when you look at the Pirates' record and see 8-7-1, and one, eh, that's better than last year when they lost every game in Bradenton. It really doesn't matter that much. What does matter is what goes into it. These pitchers, this pitching staff, I should say, that they had in 2020, 
was terrible in Grapefruit Ball. That's why they didn't win any games in Grapefruit Ball, because they were getting smashed. This group has some potential. They look like they're getting better. This is going to be, oh, here's damning someone with faint praise. This is going to be a better pitching staff than 2020. I think it'll be a significantly better pitching staff than 2020. It will still have its headaches. There's no doubt about that. But there's one player, one player above all, who's the real swing vote here. And I'll get to that right after this. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Back, this portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at Mike's Beer Bar, where they want to let you know that today, St. Patrick's Day, there's all kinds of fun happening down on Federal Street. Yes, safe, socially distanced, and everything else, but they've got big plans at Mike's where you can find 80 local taps, over 500 beers under one roof, a terrific food menu filled with you just have to go. It's not when you think of beer and bar and whatever, you don't necessarily think of great food. That's a mistake in this case. Visit Mike's, and if you're looking for just a more straightforward meal, go right next door to Mike's companion place, North Shore Tavern. Your one swing vote in this discussion is Mitch Keller. If Keller can be what he's supposed to be, all of this changes. And what Keller is supposed to be, fairly, not overhyping, not putting additional pressure on him or anything, but fairly, a fair expectation of Mitch Keller should be based on the fact that just a year and change ago, he was the number seven prospect in all of baseball. Not pitching prospect, number seven prospect in all of baseball. This is someone who scouts and evaluators believe to be one of the best pitchers in his class on the planet. It's not irrational to think that he should be a very good major league pitcher in 2021. He's now had a couple of years where he's been in and out. He's had some injuries. He's had some uneven performances. But Mitch himself will be the first to tell you, and and he and I had a talk about this when I was down in Bradenton three weeks ago, that he feels that he's underperformed in certain regards, uh, specifically as it relates to 
getting a little wild, but he's also legitimately and rightly encouraged by how his stuff has played, how unhittable it's been at times in the majors. This reminds me so much of Tyler Glass now in terms of A, his performances when he first came up with the Pirates, and B, the stuff that Tyler would say. This this was a, a, a carbon copy in a lot of ways because Tyler was so pumped up that he could get guys out in the majors. He just found it amazingly fun that he could throw his stuff and get these guys out that he'd built up in his mind as being, you know, uh, these virtual gods, you know, who can hit anything that you throw at them. But from there, Tyler needed to harness his command, and then he needed to, you know, get away from Neil Huntington and Kyle Stark and go into an organization that didn't force everybody to try to fit the same template, meaning he was allowed to pitch. He was allowed to be himself. Well, what do you know? Today in Grapefruit Bowl, it's going to be Mitch Keller versus Tyler Glass now. <laughs> you like that? You want to talk about spring ball that matters? Oh, and by the way, it's on TV. If you want to see something that matters, if you want to see something that at least feels like it's a little bit relevant, watch and see how Keller does in a head-to-head matchup with Glass now. Yeah, Glasnow is going to be ahead of him, but Keller's got to catch up. Keller has to be that guy in this rotation. I don't care that he's so young. I don't care that, you know, he might or might not be an ace, as if that thing even exists in baseball anymore. I do care that he makes a very, very big stride in 2021. And if he does all of this dialogue about whether or not the pitching will stink again, go right out the window. Thanks so much for listening to this one. We'll do it again tomorrow. At Point Park University in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh, they understand there's no substitute for real-world experience and career-building connections. Their innovative curriculum engages students with distinctive experiential learning opportunities. Point Park's pioneering co-op program empowers qualified students to work in full-time, paid positions with their corporate partners while earning college credits. Visit pointpark.edu works to learn more. Career ready. That's the point. Point Park University. Your front door. Your car. Your gym locker. Your gun. Safety is a habit. Learn more about how to keep guns safe and secure. Visit projectchildsafe.org.